Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. After another round of major WWE releases, we are asking the question, is WWE getting ready to be sold? We'll talk about it all right now. For Thursday, June the 3rd, 2021, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. You know, you never really truly know why things end the way they did, but all I can tell you is that from my point of view and the words that I was always given was that Vince was always pretty high in me. I did well on television. Um, it was just that we could never really nail down what it is that we wanted Alistair to be on the main roster versus what he was in NXT, right? And, you know, and, and where, where, where that problem lied, I don't know. You know, at the same time, you have to realize that you know, when I when I was under Heyman's wing, Heyman fought tooth and nail for me. But it was always, you know, at the end of the day, when a decision is made, a decision is made. That's Alistair Black there speaking on Zelina Vega, Thea Trinidad's Twitch account, moments after the announcement of his release from WWE. Alistair Black was one of many surprising cuts from the company last night. Let's go through some of these names. Braun Strowman, Murphy, Lana, Ruby Riot, and Santana Garrett. We'll start with Braun Strowman. One of the most surprising, as far as I'm concerned, he headlined a pay-per-view two weeks before. It was back in 2019. He'd re-signed with the company, a big money deal. And it gave you the impression there were some big plans for him. Uh, he joined WWE for the first time uh, back in 2013 as part of the Wyatt family. He left a couple of years later and became a solo star. He is a former Universal Champion, a former Intercontinental Champion, and a former Raw Tag Team Champion. Of course, uh, that, that unforgettable title reign with Nicholas that started at WrestleMania that time. That goes with him wherever he goes next as well. Braun Strowman simply tweeted out last night, what a chapter in life. Thank you. Let's move on to Alistair Black, uh, as you heard at the beginning, speaking on Twitch. Uh, Alistair Black, a, a, a weird one, this one. It was a surprise when he joined the WWE in the first place. The first glimpse we got of Alistair Black under the WWE umbrella was when he turned up at an NXT UK show as Tommy End uh, to challenge Neville to a match, which was a, a great little turn up for him. Uh, in 2016, uh, he was part of the Performance Center. In 2017, 
he was renamed Alistair Black and joined NXT where he became the NXT champion from there. Made a main roster debut in 2019 and has bounced between Raw and SmackDown, teaming up with Ricochet to become uh, to, to, to challenge for the SmackDown tag team titles quite early on in his run. He disappeared for a while and he came back on Monday Night Raw. There was a story between he and Kevin Owens that kind of half got told, disappeared again. We've been watching these these incredible vignettes that were fleshing out this new character for Alistair Black. We saw him on SmackDown attacking the Intercontinental Champion Big E and now he's been let go from the company. Very suddenly like that, just as he's starting out in something, uh, he was away. Uh, Alistair Black's Twitch stream uh, is is one that is definitely worth your time to watch. There's a lot to break down in that. Uh, we'll get Mitch Wadden on from Cultaholic.com to talk through that in a moment. Buddy Murphy was the other name gone from yesterday. And since the Seth Rollins Rey Mysterio story ended... Last year, he hasn't really been used that much. And again, it felt like there was more of this story to tell. Buddy Murphy starting a, a romance angle with Aaliyah Mysterio that may have led to something down the line there. We saw him in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal on the SmackDown before WrestleMania this year. And we haven't seen him since then. He ran through the system of NXT, became a former NXT champion, tag team champion in the process. Also a former tag champion on Raw and a former Cruiserweight champion. Felt like the guy that 205 Live was going to be built around for quite some time. He tweeted out last night, Today ends my eight years with WWE. What a crazy ride. Highest of highs, lowest of lows. But whether I had three minutes or 20 minutes, I put all my effort into my performances. Nothing is harder when you all you want to do is wrestle, but you can't. In my opinion, I haven't even hit my peak yet, and I'm excited to see what the next adventure holds. I was lucky enough to work with some of the best talent in the world and learned a tremendous amount. But trust me, the whole world will know what I meant by best kept secret. Thank you all. One of those who has already spoken about being keen to work with Buddy Murphy... You know what? In terms of glowing endorsement, it doesn't get better than this. Kenny Omega, the reigning AEW world champion, has put it out there that he wants to get in there and have a match with Buddy Murphy. It wouldn't shock me if Buddy Murphy ends up being All Elite in about 90 days' time. Lana let go from WWE last night as well. She came into the company uh, in 2013, signing up to be the mouthpiece for Rusev. She went on to, to very much carve her own path and she was really put through her paces last year. They did that entire storyline where for weeks on end she was put through a table by Nia Jax, ended up getting uh, a victory in the Women's Survivor Series match in November, uh, was written off TV uh, following an injury just before WrestleMania and now she's gone altogether. She put out a tweet last night saying, I'll never forget the fans and the love they showed me. Whether it was a tank, power suits, flags, crush, Rusev, 900 partners, weddings or tables, I tried to always entertain you and you definitely elevated me. Thank you. Ruby Riot, uh, she was last seen on SmackDown just uh, last week. She and Liv Morgan lost to Natalia and Tamina. The Riot Squad, kind of the one of the very few established women's tag teams within WWE, now broken up. Uh, Ruby joined uh, and signed into the NXT brand and really felt like something fresh in that roster. When she got called up and she formed the Riot Squad with Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan, 
that felt like there's something there. There felt like an energy to it. However, we saw Ruby Wright get injured uh, that took her out of the uh, out of the picture for quite a while. And it, despite the story they ran with Ruby Wright and Liv Morgan finding each other once again last year, that team didn't really truly get the momentum that it needed. And consequently, Ruby Wright has now left the company. Um, lots of people very upset about the about the departure of Ruby Riot. Liv Morgan, her tag team partner, tweeting out, whoever is lucky enough to get Heidi Lovelace on their roster, you win. Santana Garrett, another name that was gone, our final name for this particular run. Uh, she signed up to the WWE in August of 2019. She worked just on the odd occasion in NXT, only made three main roster appearances. But despite that, she was set to be uh, a, a SmackDown star. They were, the, the conversation was, according to PW Insider, that despite the fact she was released yesterday, she was slated to make her debut for SmackDown imminently. She was going to get moved to the main roster. Uh, and in a case that very, very much echoes what happened with Vanessa Bourne, she was on the periphery, ready to get called up to SmackDown, got told there were big things for her, and then she was gone. Uh, she never actually ended up debuting. Uh, Santana Garrett tweeted out, Thank you, WWE, peace, love, and headband power. Uh, these are just the latest cuts in what has been a brutal year for WWE layoffs. Uh, main roster stars let go from the WWE in this particular year. Get this, right? Samoa Joe, Peyton Royce, Billy Kay, Mickey James, Tucker, Kalisto, Chelsea Green, Wesley Blake, Bo Dallas. Also, Alexander Wolfe. Jesse Duke, Vanessa Bourne, Ezra Judge, Kavita Devi, Skylar Story from NXT. And now we can add some names to that expanding list of main roster stars. Uh, Braun Strowman, Alistair Black, Murphy, Lana, Ruby Riot, and Santana Garrett. This, along with a huge amount of changes behind the scenes and cuts within WWE, has made this quite a tough few months within the company as they continue to streamline what they do. Here to talk to me a little bit more about that now is Cultaholic.com's editor-in-chief, Mitch Wadden. Good morning, Mitch. Good morning, Tom. Another sad day in WWE's uh, 2021 history. This feels like every Thursday at the moment that this is happening. And 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 this one hits different because the there were some heavy hitters in here. We've mm. talked about them just now, like Alistair Black, Braun Strowman, who headlined a pay-per-view two weeks, less than, less than three weeks ago. Uh, mm. It was a shock to us to see these names go, but was it a shock to them, do you think? I think it was a shock, yes and no. I think I think there was it wasn't a shock in the sense of we'd heard reports that more cuts were coming. I think uh, you and Ross even discussed it on the uh, Cold Holic News Show yesterday morning. Um, so we we kind of had an indication cuts were coming. Uh, when that happens, I think talent tends to know as well. I think in terms of the names released by WWE yesterday, there was certainly a big initial shock by uh, everyone everyone on social media, us, other talents seemed very shocked on social media as well. As you say, Braun Strowman was in a WWE title match just a few weeks ago. Alistair Black has been uh, gone into all this effort to uh, debut his new Dark Father character and attacking Big E and, and now that's out the window as well. So it feels like there was certainly an initial shock, but then some of the reported reasons and, and stories behind the releases started to come out and started to hit the internet and just add a little bit of context to what's been going on. Uh, that Braun Strowman release, I think, is probably the, the biggest of them all. And, and there has been a lot of conversations about um, this, this big deal that he's on, this 
to quote Fightful monster contract that he's on. Do we think that played into the release then? Absolutely, absolutely. The the Fightful Select report you're you're talking about, Tom, it it says that whilst wrestling fans were uh, uh, certainly shocked about Braun's release, it seems to be one that was less surprising backstage, and that is because of this deal. So for a bit of context, Braun Strowman's uh, last WWE contract was due to expire in 2019. That uh, the discussions about that deal went right down to the wire, and Strowman was able to secure himself a $1 million a year deal uh, up until 2023, obviously uh, a big, big sum of money, but perhaps for uh, for someone of Braun's stature and standing in the company, maybe about right, you know, not our place to say. Uh, this was obviously before the pandemic, however, and with WWE looking to trim their budget, budget cuts have been cited a lot in the last couple of months. Maybe Braun was one of the names uh, always set for the chopping block. Uh, what has been the backstage reaction to some of these releases then? I think it's fair to say people are pretty gutted, Tom. Uh, Ruby Riot in particular was said to have been universally popular backstage in WWE, uh, a particularly hard worker. That uh, was from another report from Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful, and that's been all but confirmed uh by all the lovely, heartwarming messages, the positive tweets that have been sent her way on social media by her fellow WWE superstars. I've got one of them here uh, from Bailey, and she said, Dory, that's uh, Ruby Wright's real name, Dory got all the dog mums roses on Mother's Day, sent me flowers when my grandma passed away, organised locker room birthday parties, sent a gift to Chelsea from all of us when she got hurt, made Jess a video to tell her we miss her and is one of the greatest wrestlers out there. Uh, that was liked, retweeted, responded to by a number of fellow WWE superstars, which just gives a small indication of how how well-liked Ruby Wright was backstage. Buddy Murphy's another name that was very popular, was a, a very hard worker, just someone that wanted to wrestle, wrestle Tom. These people just wanted to be out there and wrestle, and they weren't given the opportunity to do so. Have any of those who have been let go shared <clears throat> any details as to the, the reasons behind them being released? Well, Alistair Black has certainly opened his heart to WWE fans since departing the company yesterday. Tom Budgeon, as his real name, also known as Tommy End, he took to Twitch for an hour last night and basically just talked about WWE and life in the company and what that was like. Uh, I thoroughly recommend going to watch the whole thing if you have that interest. Uh, Please stay close to coldholic.com throughout the day because we're going to be covering this. But just some of the real big highlights from Alistair Black's stream Uh, He says he was told his release was down to budget cuts. He is not sad or depressed about leaving WWE and is really thankful for his time there. Uh, He created most of the Dark Father character himself. Uh, On his relationship with Vince McMahon, he says he had a good relationship with him. Uh, He always told him how I felt and he respected that about me. Vince praised me on my creativity and manners of respect whilst being honest about how I felt. You don't need to know why things ended why they did, but Vince was always high on me. Uh, He says the word intrigue was thrown around a lot about him in creative meetings. Uh, In terms of people he's thankful towards, I'm thankful for Vince, Hunter, Bruce Pritchard, Paul Heyman, Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton, Rowan, Brody Lee and Roman Reigns. He also described Roman Reigns as one of the best effing locker room leaders. And then the final interesting tidbit uh, we've got for you here. Uh, He was supposed to win the US title last year. Uh, Vince changed those plans quite late on because he didn't want Black's first title win to be in front of an audience that didn't have fans. 
So a very interesting stream from Tommy End. It's funny how, and with with that as well, he does talk about, and you've mentioned bits of it there, like the relationship he had with Vince McMahon and how Vince couldn't really find, like they couldn't really figure him out overall. Mm. And which is part of the reason why he was let go. But, um, and, and you won't have the answer to this one, but I think it's just something that, that I really want to sort of riff on is that um, it's the sudden nature of these particular names, you know, if it was a, a roster member, like, for example, like for Ruby Riot, incredibly popular, incredibly talented, but hasn't had a lot happening <clears throat> on the on the roster in terms of a story for, mm. for some time. So you can kind of see, OK, well, maybe that's, you know, you, people who are just on the periphery can go. And, you know, Heidi Lovelace will will rule the world when she gets going. But then you've got people like Alistair Black, who had 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 a whole bunch of money spent on brand new vignettes, had new music that we will never hear and had attacked the Intercontinental Champion to set up a storyline the other week. So it wasn't just a case of he was just on the periphery and they went, nah, we've got nothing for you. Creative did have something for him, but they got rid of him anyway. And Braun Strowman, like we've said, in a title match, just like headlining, like one of the headlining matches of a pay-per-view a couple of weeks ago, Santana Garrett was somebody who was lined up to debut on SmackDown. Mm. It was it was an imminent debut for Santana Garrett. And you can't help but feel a lot of these, a lot of these guys have had the rug pulled out from under them. These cuts hit a little different, Tom, and it almost feels like a very last minute decision to let a few more names go. Uh, when the list was released and we'd had time to process it and, and you have time to maybe look at the, I don't want to call it evidence, but maybe some of the factors. Someone like Buddy Murphy, we know phenomenal wrestler but hasn't really had anything to do since uh disassociating from seth rollins he's irked a couple of people backstage by daring to try and give reasons for his sudden character changes on social media how dare you provide logic to (laughs) our creative buddy murphy Mm. um so when you kind of factor those things into it maybe some names are less surprising than others but the two you the two you two or three you've touched on there tom it's it's baffling it's absolutely baffling. And I put out a, a, a message on social media yesterday that seems to have, uh, have picked up a little bit of traction. If you can't find a place on your show for names like Alistair Black, but, uh, Buddy Murphy, Samoa Joe, Braun Strowman, then, then maybe you're not the wrestling company you thought you were. Very good point to end on that. Mitch Wadden from Cultaholic.com. Thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you, Tom. Now, CM Punk has had a say on the releases over the last few hours. Uh, This comes after John Squires, who's the editor-in-chief of Bloody Disgusting, which is a horror movie news and streaming network. He talked about how WWE in recent years has had a wealth of incredible talent that they rarely seem to know how to use. CM Punk replied to this publicly with, It's like a movie with a blockbuster budget and cast. But if it's written by creatively bankrupt nincompoops, specifically for an audience of one in a language nobody understands anymore, it's trash. But people watch it because they like movies. It's the words of CM Punk following this mass release yesterday once again. And, and in terms of the, the bottom line for WWE, this certainly will be a, there'll be a lot of money saved here. But one of the places where surely it is still important to do well I want to give this a little mention at this point. The ratings from Monday Night Raw have come in, and Raw in this week has hit an all-time low on ratings. The 31st of May edition of Monday Night Raw, whilst it was a public holiday, so days are, are so the ratings are set to be down a touch. 
Uh, 1.4 overnight viewers. Down from last week's 1.6. That is a massive drop. Uh, to the 0.44 in the 1849 demographic is also a low drop. Down from last week's uh, 0.45. The third hour, which is normally the hour where the audience tends to drop off. The third hour of Monday Night Raw on Monday did a 1.1. This is the first time in history that Monday Night Raw has barely scraped a million viewers. Barely. Episodes of AEW Dynamite are now running on par with that third hour of Raw which has to be something that the company has to be thinking about. It has to. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Titan was like most planets. Too many mouths, not enough to go around. And when we faced extinction, I offered a solution. Genocide. But random, dispassionate, fair to rich and poor alike. They called me a madman. I'm a survivor. Who wants to murder trillions. With all six stones, I could simply snap my fingers. They would all cease to exist. I call that... Mercy. And then what? I finally rest. And watch the sunrise on a grateful universe. The hardest choices require the strongest wills. I think you'll find our will equal to yours. Just plucked a random clip from a Marvel movie out of the air. Just chose one at random. Because WWE are looking to become the next Marvel. This comes from Front Office Sports, who say WWE is ready to expand from wrestling to a full-scale media universe, sources have told FOS. The strategy is to become the next Marvel, with content driven by characters like Roman Reigns and The Undertaker. Marvel is a great model, says FOS, and I do agree with them, uh, because Marvel is that company that you know, made its fortune in comic books. But when the comic book industry started to 
go quiet, they came very close to the edge. And a, a buyout from Disney has allowed them to become this machine once again that makes big money at the movies, on TV, and at theme parks around the world as well. So Marvel's model is one that WWE could possibly follow on from. And FOS, who who deal with all manner of sports products, uh, aware their audience may kind of give a funny look to a story like this, they go on to say, at first glance, WWE is a wrestling company, but it's really a media content company with a treasure trove of IP that appeals to young demos. This is a source close to FOS telling you that. And it's true. Like, whether we like it or not, WWE has uh, a mass appeal as a product like Marvel with creating characters and such like that. And and it wouldn't surprise me if this is the, the way they are going. And in terms of where they are going, this is, again, this is quite a timely bit of news from Slice Wrestling, who, on the back of yesterday's releases, many have asked the question... Are WWE getting ready to be sold? That's really the only way that can explain the sheer amount of mass releases and big streamlines to their company that we have seen over the last few months. Slice Wrestling have reported that NBC is looking into buying World Wrestling Entertainment and some movement has already been made in that direction. They go on to say that the that the the role of Nick Khan replacing George Barrios and Michelle Wilson as longtime WWE executives has set that ball in motion. We've seen Nick Khan bringing in some 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 heavy hitters to run these departments for him. We've seen the streamlining of departments behind the scenes as well. Uh, they go on to say that Barrios and Wilson were the main catalysts in getting Vince McMahon to launch the WWE Network with promises of huge profits. Vince McMahon replaced them both, as we know, with Nick Khan. He immediately sold the network to, rights to Peacock uh, from NBC in a deal that was worth $1 billion. Uh, WWE Studios uh, were hit by massive layoffs last month as well. As a result of the Peacock acquisition, they only need a smaller number of people to actually run the company. Uh, NBC now owns the streaming rights. It's easier for WWE to run run a digital department with less people in it. Raw and NXT are both on the USA Network right now, which is currently owned by parent company NBC. The only WWE brand that is not under the NBC umbrella is Friday Night Smackdown, which is in a five-year deal with Fox that ends in 2024. Sources close to Slice Wrestling say that NBC is merely waiting this out. They are waiting until the closer to 2024 to offer money to buy Smackdown and bring it into NBC. They can then feature all WWE programming exclusively on Peacock. No figures have actually been brought up in terms of what NBC would pay for WWE, but many close to both companies say that this would be a deal in the range of two to four billion dollars. Hence the cost cutting spree right now to make sure the company has been streamlined and is easy to sell. We'll talk a little bit more about this later. 
on the Cultaholic YouTube channel uh, in a video uh, we're putting together called Will Vince McMahon Really Sell WWE? We're going to deep dive into this on the YouTube channel a little later on today. Uh, in other news, in lighter news, twitch.tv slash Cultaholic. Sam Driver is back tonight uh, playing games for your amusement. And on the Cultaholic podcast feed, if you missed it yesterday, my conversation with the number one contender for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship, Trevor Murdoch. He's talking about his time in WWE, his time training at Pro Wrestling Noah, his current run as a part of NWA Power, and of course, as it's Desert Island Graps, he picks three wrestling matches that he will watch while stranded on a desert island. That's on the podcast feed right now. For the latest on the WWE releases throughout the day, you can go to cultaholic.com. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. Love you, bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. (laughs) 